0: Hey there, friends. So happy to be back here with you today talking all things money and motherhood. In today's episode, I wanted to share some line items that might be in your budget that you may want to consider starting with when you are looking at ways to get your go- to your goals faster. These four things are the ones that give you the most bang for your buck, so to speak. And while of course it's great to make sure that you're spending wisely in all areas, we all have to start somewhere, right? And I'd so much rather see you start with these four things and see real progress than start with some of the much smaller things, feel like you are not really seeing any of the benefits of your efforts, and then just decide to give up altogether. So... Whether this is your debt payoff year like me or you're building up savings or maybe you just want to go to Hawaii, which by the way, same, take me with you, and you need to make some adjustments to your spending to make that happen, today's episode is for you. So grab a pen and paper and let's go. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't wanna wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You wanna find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. You know, I don't remember if it was here maybe on the podcast, or maybe it was over on Instagram. But recently I brought up the concept of big boulders versus little pebbles when it comes to your budget. It's something that I share about pretty regularly, but it has been a while. And when I read the responses to recent that recent market research survey that I did with many of you. I thought I really need to bring back this conversation. We're in a place where we really need to do some big, bold things because these little pebbles, they just are not cutting it, okay? I really cannot stand when I see my friends out there doing the very best that they can and then they feel like they're just not seeing any progress. Like, that's not a fun place to be and I don't want that for them. And if that's you, I don't want that for you. And I fully acknowledge that there's a lot to be said about that. Like, we can't just brush under the rug the current state of the economy and other things that are out of our control, right? But for today's conversation, I want to talk about something that we actually have the potential to do something about listen, I know that you've got busy lives. You are probably listening to this while dropping off your kids at school or you're on your lunch break from work and your day isn't slowing down anytime soon. That's the exact reason why you need to be focusing on the right things if you want to move the needle towards your goals. Like, you don't have time for your efforts to not hit. Okay. That's what I mean when I say focus on the big boulders instead of the little pebbles. Focusing on the little pebbles might feel good because you get to check off a box that you canceled that one streaming service for $10 a month, right? But at the end of the month, when that extra $10 really did not make a huge difference in your goal, you're going to feel like it's not working. And that simply isn't the case. We just need to make sure. that you're spending your precious time on the big things so that you get to see the fruit of that. So I'm going to share four things with you that you may want to consider starting with. These are probably four line items in your budget right now that if you went down the list and started addressing each of these ones individually would give you the biggest return on your time invested. And before I share what they are, it's totally okay if you choose not to address some of these. Like, you know your situation better than me and you may hear one of these and go, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are not cutting that because that's something that's at the top of our values list, and that's okay. That's totally okay. This is just a list of things to start looking at. So let's get to it. Number one, the first thing that you should take a look at is your car payment, Now, this is for sure a big boulder if you have one, especially these days. I looked it up and the average new car payment in 2024 is $726 per month. Now, that is a good chunk of change flying out of your bank account every month. That could really make a dent towards your goals if you don't have that. So what can you do about it if you do have a car payment? You may have to have some tough conversations, the biggest one being Do you really need a car? For a lot of people, the answer is 100% yes, okay? And that's fine. For the other people, it's convenient, but if you had to live without it, you could. I'm thinking of my own situation right now, okay? I'm speaking to myself. I work at home. My husband works a three-minute drive from here and my kids go to school three minutes from here. It's nice for both, both of us to have cars, but if something happened and we only had one car, we could make it work. And we've actually done it before when our cars have been in the shop and we just, we make it work. So is that even a possibility? What if that was a short-term solution? I'm not saying forever, but could you sell one of your cars, live with one car for a year while putting the money that you were spending on a car payment into a savings account to use to buy yourself a used car with cash? Or for some of you, maybe it's not going to be a one-car family situation, and I totally get that that's not an option for many of you. But like I mentioned, the average cost of a new car payment right now is $726, but the average cost of a used car payment right now is $533 per month, which is still a whole heck of a lot of money, but that's almost a $200 difference. So could it be a possibility if you have a brand new car, For you to sell that brand new car and get something much cheaper that would save you a couple hundred bucks every month that can now be diverted towards your goals. $200 per month is a lot and it could really make a difference. Your car payment is a huge boulder and you don't have to just take it as a given. Number two, the second thing for you to take a look at is your food spending. This is usually a big chunk of your spending each month, so it's worth it to take a look at your spending in this area. Of course, take a look at how much you're spending on going out to eat. Even fast food doesn't feel affordable to me anymore. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I got a Happy Meal for each of my kids Um, and I thought it was like maybe going to be a few bucks per kid, but it was more like $6 per kid. And then you add in a couple of meals for my husband and I, and it was almost $40 for all five of us to eat fast food. But maybe you already are pretty good about making meals at home. I know we are. It's like a rare treat for us, for us to go out and get food. I know there's a lot of conversation right now around grocery prices now, while I'm sure it's going to cost you more for this same stuff than it did a couple years ago, that doesn't mean that your grocery budget is 100% at the mercy of the economy right now and that there's just nothing that you can do to cut back. I see a lot of people right now that are talking about how expensive groceries are and so they just kind of like throw up their hands and I don't really have a strategy and I just put whatever in my cart because everything's expensive anyways. And they think that there's just not really anything that they can do about it, but that's simply not true. Now, talking about grocery savings could be a whole episode in and of itself. I mean, it could be a whole, it could be a whole course, honestly. So it's pos it's impossible really for me to go into all of the ways that you can save on your groceries in just a couple of minutes. But let me give you some high level things here for you to consider. The first thing to consider is how often are you actually going into the store? If it's multiple times a week, that is a problem. That's a problem. Every time you walk through those doors, you are likely to go over budget because you're just going to be tempted by things. I know you think you're not, but you go to the store for a gallon of milk and you walk out with $50 worth of stuff every time, every time. So try to stick to a once a week maximum for when you're grocery shopping. The next thing for you to look at is where are you shopping? Because not all stores are created equal. Some have better prices than others. Like we live down the street from one grocery store, but I know that the prices are much higher there. So once a week, I drive to the next town over to go to a much more affordable store. And I try to combine it, of course, with other trips that I need to make to make it worth the drive, but it saves me a lot of money each time I shop there. So it's 100% worth it. Or maybe you have a membership to a big box store. And you go there and you know you're going to drop $500 every time you go there, maybe in this season we're just not shopping there and we're figuring out another place to go because that's, that's just not doable within the budget and the goals that you have. And the third thing for you to consider with your grocery budget is do you have a list and a meal plan or are you just kind of throwing stuff in the cart? One of the best ways that you can save money and eliminate food waste is to check your fridge and pantry before you go shopping to see what you have that needs to be eaten up and plan your meals around that. Shop with a list and stick to that list. So those are just a few things, but I'm sure I'll have more for you soon on the topic of groceries because I know that this is like a, a hot button right now. The next thing for you to take a look at is your housing costs. This is probably the biggest chunk of your budget, and oftentimes people feel like it is what it is. There is nothing I can do about it, but there are some things that you can take a look at. If you rent... Is this a place that you are hoping to stay for a while? And if so, could you reach out to your landlord and negotiate maybe signing a longer lease that lowers your rent a little bit? Sometimes landlords don't want the hassle of having tenant turnover all the time, so they'd be willing to cut you a deal if you committed to staying longer. If you rent and you don't want to be there long, can you start looking now at places that would be more affordable? And don't just look at the rent itself, but what about utilities? What utilities are included in that monthly rent? Account for how far away it is from your job to factor in the cost of gas. Do your due diligence now before signing another lease to see how you can get the biggest bang for your buck. Let's talk about if you own. If you own, this can be a little bit more tricky, but there are some things to look at. So can you refinance? Now, I know this might not be the best option depending on what the current rates are whenever you're listening to this, but check to see what the rates currently are and what you could refinance for to see if it might lower your monthly payments. Is selling your home an option? Maybe not. I know for us it's not, but I'm putting out that out there as a possible solution for you to look into. One thing I will add to this conversation is I've talked to several people recently that relocated to lower cost of living areas, but in addition to their cost of living being lower, so was their income. And they didn't realize that part, okay? So was their income. So they didn't really find it to make a huge difference in how much they were able to save. So keep that in mind. Don't just assume that if you're moving, that's going to solve the problem. Make sure you do all of your research if that's the route that you want to go. Or if you own, could you take on a roommate? Again, I know this solution isn't for everyone, but it's an option that could help the right person trying to lower their housing costs each month. Years ago, when we were newly married, we had just one baby at the time. My best friend and her then boyfriend, now husband, were looking to relocate to where we lived. And they wanted to save some money to buy a house. So they rented a room from us until we until they had saved up enough money to buy a house. It helped them out because it allowed them to save and pay like less in rent than they would be paying somewhere else. And it helped us out because it was some extra money in our budget each month. So it was the right situation for us. Might not be for you, but for us, it was just an option. Don't you guys love options? Okay, I love options. This is like a buffet that I'm giving you right now. Take what you want, leave what you want. There you go. Okay, and then number four, the last big boulder to take a look at is your income. So often we get so focused on cutting those expenses that we forget that our biggest boulder is our income. Hopefully, right? I mean, hopefully your income is higher than your expenses. And if you've cut all that you can cut, or if the options above I gave you are a hard pass, you're like, nope, don't want to do any of those things, then your option is to increase your income. This is another one that it could be a whole episode on its own. In fact, I have a couple of episodes for you to listen to. If you miss these, you can go back and listen to episodes 45, 20, and 11, where we talk about increasing your income. So here's what I will say about this, though. I know that it's challenging right now. You can't just walk into any place right now and get hired. So know that going in. But what connections do you already have that you could reach out to and network? Or what about just staying at your current company but looking for other positions that pay more within your company? What about starting a side business? Be smart about this one, though. Some businesses cost a lot to get off of the ground. So if you're not in that position and you really just need to get your income up quickly, offering a service might be the best place to start. Babysitting, dog walking, cleaning houses, a carpool service, that kind of thing. All of those things have little to no startup costs versus starting a business like an online boutique or something like that that requires a ton of inventory to sell. If I had to pick favorites out of all four of these, I'd definitely pick increasing your income as my favorite option of all of these, okay? It's like you say that you don't have favorites when it comes to your kid, but kids, but you're like, this one's my favorite. Okay, number four is my favorite, increasing your income, because I want you to be able to keep doing the things that you love. So if the weekly night out with your friends brings you joy, I don't want you to have to cut that. If you love the home that you're living in and you don't want to have to move, I want you to be able to stay there too. So let's focus on how we can get that income up to make that possible. We have a lot of emotions that can sometimes weave their way into money, but at the end of the day, money is math. It's a math equation, so even though we want to make it about a bunch of other things, we really just have to make sure that it all adds up on paper. So hopefully these four things gave you some ideas on where to start to make sure you can get your budget to balance. I'd love to hear where you are starting from. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me over on Instagram at Money Mindful Moms and share with me what you're going to start with, which of these four things. It honestly makes me so happy to hear from you and hear your stories and see what you're working on. So there you have it, four items you should focus on first if you want to get your to your goals faster, I am believing in you and your big goals that you have this year. I'll see you back here next time. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.